Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the MFR Coaches Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Hommel, the MFR Coach, and today we are doing a 90-day checkup with Linda Silva. Linda has been on the podcast before. She's been a coaching client of mine that did private coaching. She did group coaching, and now she's been out in the business world on her own. And I just want to check in and see how she's doing. So Linda Silva with Align Myofascial Release in North Attleboro, Massachusetts. Welcome back to the program. How are you doing? Thank you, Heather. It's good to be back. This is exciting. Yeah. It's so good to see you. I know. It's so good to see you. I missed you. I miss you too. It's so weird to go from like coaching people every week and having like constant contact to like, then we're not because you're out like trying to make things go on your own. I'm not raising you to be dependent on me as your coach, right? Right. That was one of the things we actually, I think after my first private coaching that was three months. Mm-hmm. And I said that to you and I was like, oh, I, I want to be able to be on my own now. But then you offered me that six-month program. Yeah. I've had all kinds of programs. But yeah, Linda ended up coaching with me for nine months. And that also included group coaching. The first like that just I happened to develop group coaching while we were still coaching. So she got that as a bonus. So you coached with me for a long time. Nine months. Yep. Yeah. And that's when I started my business back in March. So it's been one full year. Okay. So what was your business like a year ago? And what is it like now? Right. So a year ago, you know, it was just starting out. I had 13 clients back in March of 2021. And you still had your job too, right? Yes. Okay. I was just doing a little bit of per diem to try to say that I was making money outside of the home. I don't know. Who knows what you're all those thoughts, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you wanted to feel successful, right? You wanted to be contributing to your family. Right. Your husband had like built this beautiful space in your basement for you to do MFR. You wanted to be an MFR therapist. That was the plan. And here it is, March of 2022. And so at the end of this week, in a couple of days, I will have had 51 clients this month. That's amazing. My 13 clients last year at this time. That is so cool. Congratulations. Thank you. It's still, when I was just doing the numbers to let you know, I'm, like, I'm still blown away by that number. Mm-hmm. But here it is. We're here. Yeah. Now that you don't have me making you touch your money and check your clients and like look at all that stuff, like how often do you go and add up your numbers and like take a pause and like feel proud about what you've created. Yeah. Not enough. I will say that because I almost missed my anniversary of being in business for a year. It was like, oh my gosh, it's been a year. Yeah, I need to celebrate. But yeah, it's definitely not enough. But at the end of the month, I do. 
because I like to see how much I made for the month and then, you know, see how many clients I saw. But I should do it more frequently because I do feel like I need to celebrate more. Yeah. It's easy not to, right? And to just be like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm just like going along. But yeah, no, I want to celebrate more. I want to be proud of it and attract more of that kind of stuff. Being yeah. happier and successful and I am the CEO. And I love it. I love all your thoughts about you and your business. Now, okay. So 51 clients, is that totally fully booked? Is that over fully booked? My fully booked... Do you want to hear about my fully booked? Yeah. I okay. hear about it all. So this is what happened. I'll tell you what happened. In, um my fully booked number was always like a 12. That's what mm-hmm. last year, I wanted 12 clients a week, working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep. And I had some weeks that were fully booked and some not. My number is around nine, nine or 10 is what I end up with. Okay. Which I was fine with. It wasn't a big deal until I listened to Lindsay's podcast uh, yeah. in Vermont. Yeah. So Lindsay inspired me. I love it. Yes, she really did. I really love that podcast because I needed a little inspiration at that moment in time. Well, tell me more, like what was going on? What was happening? Well, I wasn't doing much. I wasn't doing my thought work and okay, I wasn't happy with what was happening. You weren't happy with your nine to 10 average. Yeah, I wasn't. And I wanted to make more money. Okay. And so I'm listening to these podcasts and I'm like, wow, these guys are killing it. Right. So I said, I need to stop playing small. You know, I still think there's a part of me that keeps this business as a hobby. Yeah. It's not a hobby. It's more than a hobby now, but I still think in the back of my mind, it's really still a hobby. What do you get if you keep this business a hobby versus like legitimizing it as your career? You're not just like semi-retired, just doing it when it works. Like, yeah. What's the difference? What's the difference is then I won't look like a failure or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Who's going to know? Nobody. Just right. me. <laughs> okay. So like also, this is just going to turn into a coaching session. <laughs> Live coaching with me and Linda. <laughs> Tune in. You can only fail if you quit, right? Right. Like um, even now, like it's inevitable you'd have nine to 10 people a week, right? Like do you even have to try to get those nine to 10 people? It just happens. It just kind of happens. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. So now you're kind of like, oh, hey, if I decide I want to earn more money, doesn't mean I have to burn myself out, right? But I could really legit actually call in 12 people a week or more. Mm -hmm. What did you end up with like for the whole quarter, for the whole first quarter? With clients? Yeah, or with your income. So January was not a good month. January okay. was the COVID scare month where oh, I was yeah. taking time out, canceled a whole week's worth. And so last January is a $5,000 month. So just last month, you had a $5,000 month, which is that used to be kind of like your impossible goal, right? right? You'd be like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I could make $5,000? And now you've done that lots of and now times. now I've done it, right. Yeah. I've done it multiple times. Yes. Yeah. And November, I think December I did, you know, February, January just was a bad month. Uh, March, I'm close to 5,000. Mm-hmm. And I know April's going to be good because I know some people are going to the series again, you know, once theirs is up, which is coming up. So there's a few people on the series that will book in March. I mean, April. Yeah. It boils down to that belief, you know, my first podcast. Yeah. And talking about the belief work. So after I listened to Lindsay, 
I got my notebook out and I started writing down brain dumping mm-hmm. and changing my numbers a little bit and saying, now I want 15 clients a week. So I said, 12 isn't really working for me. I'm getting less than 12. So maybe I need to up it. And so two weeks ago, I decided I wanted 15 clients. And um, last week I ended up with 13. This week I have 12. Oh, (laughs) so it's working. Yeah. (laughs) Really what's working is like your decision that you want more. I've been actually dealing with this a lot with like the current group members. A lot of people don't really know what their fully booked number is. And it's very ambiguous. And so they're not hitting it. And I'm like, yeah, you're never going to unless you like really decide what it is. And it two things happen. You either get overbooked and you burn out because you're overbooked and you never get a break because you haven't decided on what your number is, or you remain under it and you always low level are harming yourself with the fact that you're not where you want to be, even though you've never really decided on a solid number. So what I'm hearing from you is like, now you really have a solid, like you're like, nope, 15 is actually where I want to be. Feels good in my body. I can fit that in in three days pretty easily. That's not interrupting with any of your grandma time at all. Cause Linda's a grandma and she does a lot of stuff with her grandkids. <laughs> right? right. And that's how you set your schedule up was so that you could still grandma when you want to be grandmaing. Correct. And be MFR therapistine, if that's a word. <laughs> you want to be doing that. Yes, that's exactly right. And when after listening to Lindsay, I really looked at my schedule and I'm like, I could handle a lot more than 12 in those three days, the way I have mm-hmm. my schedule set up. So I kind of honed in on that too, just a clarity in my mind, which I think would help the process as well. Yeah. So then how clear are you when you are offering for people to rebook or selling packages? Like how has that changed? (laughs) This is where the the other part that Lindsay kicked my butt about. (laughs) (laughs) I hope she's listening. She will. We're going to have to tell her her to listen. So this is my confession, the true confession. I wasn't loving my price still. I changed my price back in November. And I was supposed to love it. And I loved it for a little while, so to speak. But Mm -hmm. whenever I offered over a phone call or in person or whatever, I would never ask for my price. You'd never offer to give it? I always offered a discount. Family and friend discount. I am a family and friend discount And everybody's your family or friend, anyone that calls. Everybody's (laughs) my family and my friend. How does this work, Linda? Okay, so tell me, like, what did you decide your price was in November? So it's $150 an hour. Okay, so is that still your price? You didn't decide to lower it? I did not drop it. Okay, I'm very proud of you to do that without coaching, right? You're like, I know I'm uncomfortable, but I'm not going to change it. Correct. And then I do a series of six would be $130 each for an hour. So it's $780 for six. Okay. So they save like $120 if they buy your package, which that sounds like a screaming good deal. It's a screaming good deal for sure. Okay. But most of my people are still my family and friends. And even at 12 and 15 people a week, you have a lot of friends. I have so many friends and family. So (laughs) I love it when people book online that don't know me because then they pay my price. Yeah. So again, Lindsay kicked my butt there and I said, Mm -hmm. okay, Linda, it's time to change that mindset and start loving your price again. So yesterday I had one of my sisters came in, she booked online and she came in and she paid me full price for one hour. 
And I didn't tell her no. Yeah. Was she expecting a discount? Nope. Yeah. So this is going to be your work to continue, right? Is quit thinking that people are expecting a discount greater than the discount you already offer on your packages, no matter who they are. And allow for that thought to come up, but just don't give into it. Because how do you actually feel when you get paid the discounted rate versus how do you feel when you get paid your full rate? I do feel better when I get paid the full rate. Yeah. I do not hold resentment towards people that pay my lesser rate. I'm still comfortable with that. You want to make more money, right? Like this is the only way to do it. I want to make more money. Yeah. So what I, I was doing some money thought work too. And basically my money belief is I only need to make enough. Mm, yeah. It's been my life story. I just need to make enough to get by. And so that is the story I'm, I'm trying to change too. So that's the process. Okay. When you hear your story out loud, I just need enough to get by. Do you believe that story or are you like, no? I'm trying not to believe it. Okay. Because it's still, it's strong. It's stronger than I realized. Yeah. Is it okay to have more than enough? I'm hoping so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working on it. Yeah. Where are you at though? Like somewhere in there, like you have this belief that it is safe for you to charge 150 or you would have just taken the easy route and been like, I'm out of coaching. I don't do anything Heather has to say. I don't even know if this works. Right. And you could have like cut your price or just offered this crazy discount, which I mean, you've kind of done a little bit of the offering of a discount. I have done a lot of it. Like, what do you get to feel when you offer that discount? Like, what are you not feeling by not charging them full price? So I think I'm projecting onto them how I feel too. So I feel like I am deciding for them whether they can afford MFR or not. Yeah. Do you pay more than 150 for your MFR treatments? No. Okay, interesting. Why not? Because the girl I go to doesn't charge. She pay, charges 150 for 90 minutes. Okay. For 60 minutes. So, do you get the 90 minute session then? I did last week. Yeah. So, you are paying 150 for MFR. Yeah. But have you paid more than 150 anywhere you've gone? I have. Yeah. Yeah. When I went to California, I paid. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's important to see that, that you actually do pay more for that, or you've paid that rate and you don't find it to be expensive. Yeah. No, I feel like it's very worth it. Okay. So these are important things to uncover and to practice thinking over and over again. Like I pay this rate. This isn't expensive. This is something that I do all the time. Like this is just what I do, or I drive this far to get MFR. So it's like a no brainer that people would drive far to see me. When you are actively living that, it's much easier for you to command that rate versus like, oh, I only trade for MFR or I only go and I shop around for a discount. Because if you're constantly shopping around for that discount, then I think you expect that your clients are also doing the same thing. Right. But they're not. Some are. I mean, some people are always going to want the deal. Yeah. It's totally fine, but they can still pay the full price. Right. It's not that they can't afford it. And that's what I need to... In my brain, I always think that people can't afford it. Yeah. So what do you want to do about this? Well, I am going to stop offering discounts to everybody that 
<laughs> calls me and say, I'm not going to be afraid to tell my... So my sis, one of my sisters texted me the other day and there was a couple people on her bowling league that were asking about it. And mm-hmm. she asked me, so I'm challenging it. So she asked me what my price was and I told her. Yeah. So she could tell them this is her price. Well, yeah. How'd you feel when you did that? I felt good. I felt powerful. I felt like I was stepping into my power. Yeah. Because you are a very powerful person. You're a very good therapist. And like you just get better and better, right? And when you're showing up like in that confidence, what are some of the results you're seeing with your clients that are walking through your door? What results are your clients getting? Because you're such a badass therapist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting some really great clients. And one client that I've had on caseload for four months, she comes weekly. She does not miss. And she's like in her 30s and a runner, but had a lot of problems. She hasn't run in a long time. And she's getting better. She finally started to unwind a little bit. She's Mm -hmm. finally going into her body. I just want to hug her. Yeah. (laughs) It's like she's doing it. You know, she's getting to that point where she can realize that she is worthy of healing, number one. But that's just one. I have this great orthopedic guy who's had ankle surgeries and love him. And yeah, he's doing great. I, this other guy I had on caseload last year and uh, he only wanted six sessions. He's in an assisted living. And I went and saw him twice last week. I'm seeing him twice this week. That's unheard of for me to see somebody twice in one week. But you offered it, right? Yeah. You had that expertise to see what they needed and to make the offer and then let them make the decision. You didn't decide for them that they're going to say no and make that mean something's gone wrong. Right. And last year, he didn't really want it. He didn't think it was, sure. you know, me going in there, touching him, and he didn't feel anything. With... And today, he said I had magic hands. So, yeah. Oh. And he might have been thinking that then. Like, we never know exactly what's going on with people. They can seem really resistant. And depending on like our mental health, when we're observing that, like what we make it mean about us, sometimes determines how good of a treatment plan we offer them. Yeah. So, this is a key thing, too, is like, you know what's possible for them. And if you just keep deciding that it's okay for them to say no, because there's plenty of clients coming and if they don't want your help like the next person does, you get so good at offering MFR to people. It's inevitable that you get to those 15 people at $150 an hour and have a $10,000 a month. It's going to happen. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If not this month, next month. If not then, the next month after that. And then every month after that. It's like how I told you, you know, the first time you have your $5,000 a month, you're going to feel like you don't actually feel any different. Like you get a little bit excited about it, but it's interesting. Like the first time you do it, you're going to tell yourself it's a fluke and then almost sabotage yourself so you can't do it again, right? Like some of these are like the things that happen. Then you do it again and you're like, oh, I just like did it again. Like I was mowing the yard. Like it's like, of course I did it. Like the grass is short because I mowed. And then you do it again and again and again. Like you're starting to do it closer and closer together now. Yes. Which I want you to see like, that's a huge win too. And I think another thing that maybe you're doing is comparing yourself to some of these people on the podcast that are setting their their businesses up on purpose to have these huger months. Like it's very purposeful, right? Whereas when you designed your business with me, it was very purposefully being a $5,000 a month business. Like it's not any less worthy or valuable than some of the higher income earners, right? Like you designed that about your lifestyle at the time and now you're designing it 
for a different outcome. How does that land? Right. I was playing it safe last year. Yeah. And now it's like, nope, you know, I'm ready to expand. Yeah. I think that's so good to know too, is like to be so honest and like radically responsible and be like, I set that up for that because it felt safer. I don't want to feel like a loser or I don't want to feel like a failure. What are your thoughts about feeling like a loser or feeling like a failure? Is that necessary? (laughs) No, it doesn't cross my mind. It actually never really did, but you know, I guess subconsciously there was some a little safety net there, right? Just yeah. keep small and not too crazy. But now seeing the results, growing as a therapist and getting so much more comfortable being a business owner. And mm-hmm. what I can say that I'm proud of is how I handle situations now. I remember, God, somebody didn't pay me and she thought she did. And I thought the world was going to come to an end. And I had to talk to her and you coached me on it. And you said, you can call her and you can talk to her about it. And I'm like, really? <laughs> just text her? <laughs> like, I'm just going to hope she finds out and pays me. <laughs> exactly. But yes, it's like those things don't ruffle my feathers anymore. What happens now when like, you have to enforce a cancellation policy or you've got to make direct contact with someone because something didn't go right? No worries. I can do it. My cancellation, actually, I had one person cancel a couple of times and she just automatically sent me the payment. She didn't question it. She's a business owner herself. And she said, nope, I get it. I didn't want to take the second one because she had been sick. And she said, nope, I get it. These are the caliber of clients that you are calling into your business, right? Like you have figured out like, who are my best fit clients? Who are the clients that are going to benefit the most by working with me? And that's who you're calling in. And of course, those are going to be the people with the highest amount of respect for you and the results that you provide, your time and the cost that they're investing in this. Yeah. So good. Now you just have to allow yourself to receive the full value of it from people that know you, which is like turns out is everyone. So <laughs> all your friends and family. Oh my, I have a big family, you know. Big, big, a lot big. of people are going to be calling you after this and they're going to be like, Can I get the friends and family discount? <laughs> Well, I even took it one step further and I even lowered my price in March to $75 to some people. What is happening? Why? I know. I did it because I thought it was like a little marketing kind of tool, but... So did people take you up on that? Like, did that increase your sales? No, a few people. Okay. Yeah. But would they have been paying you your regular rate anyway? Probably not. They Maybe they wouldn't have come in. They were just like a kind of... One was like a one and done and the other one was... The other two were students. They're okay. like um, high school and basketball players. They were really fun to work with. Right. Really fun. And they want to keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. They love so, it. I mean, there's a difference too. When you have enough of everything you need financially in your business and in your personal life, and you want to give a discount to a high school student or make it something that they can do more often, when you are giving from a full cup, it's totally different than offering the discount from scarcity and like graspiness and then creating clients that you don't even enjoy working on. Yeah. Now that was a good way of putting it for me. I, you know, I know the graspy feeling, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's out of scarcity and stuff. So there's one other thing I wanted to mention too about my thoughts. And I think this could have been blocking my ability to attract more clients too, is, is time. Mm-hmm. So one thing I always say I don't have enough of is time and money. 
And so I thought that that's kind of like, oh, I love it when I have a couple hours off between clients or something. It makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to work on that thought process too, because it's really not true. I mean, of course I have enough time, I guess, you know, I like my downtime. Yeah. So that's going to be your work is to make sure how you have it set up now, calling in 15 people a week. Do you really want 15 or do you like the luxury of having more time where you're not seeing clients, right? Like, is that $400 a day worth it or not for the value of your time and that spaciousness? Because you have all the time you want. You have to decide you have plenty of time. The more you tell yourself you don't, the more scarce you're going to feel around time. It's the same way we feel about like not having enough clients, even when we're fully booked and we're like, but I have two more hours available that nobody knows about. And if only someone would magically schedule in there, then I could feel right, you know, whole or like I've arrived. Yeah. So those are my thought works that I do need to continue to work on for sure. Yeah. It's like MFR, like your thought work, you're never done. Like you're going to continue to have 30 to 60,000 thoughts a day. You either get to decide to dump some of those out, like take the garbage out Mm. or ignore it. Right. And kind of let your brain run you. Same thing with like MFR treatments. Everybody always wants to know, when am I going to be done? When am I going to feel better? Well, you're never going to be done because you're still alive and you're still going to have aches and pains. You're still going to like have traumas that happen no matter how careful you are. Even from being careful, you can traumatize yourself. So don't stop. Why would you stop? Right. It goes back to not thinking you have enough time to do it. Don't you think? For sure. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I don't get treated as often as I would like to is because then, oh, that's going to take a chunk of my day. Yeah. Right. Okay. No one can see my face, but my eyes just about popped out across the screen. So let's go back to the foundations of coaching where we like set up our week perfectly so that you are getting enough treatment, right? Like you make your schedule around the things you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So you might want to like just investigate what you have set up here and be like, okay, where can I get regular treatment? What works the best in my schedule? And then get on the phone to the therapist near you and book all those out for like the next three to six months so that you can honor that. Yeah. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Linda didn't know I was going to just yell at her this entire time. <laughs> Linda, what are you doing? Well, just like how Lindsay has helped inspire you, when you were originally on the podcast, you were inspiring other therapists. And I hope you never forget that you are going to do that again. And just you showing up and being willing to share your story and the struggles and the wins and just like what is possible for your business because you keep going and you keep being willing to feel uncomfortable (laughs) and you keep trying new things. It makes space for someone else to say like, oh, I can do this too. And that's huge. I mean, that that could help somebody make hundreds of thousands of dollars over their business because you are willing to just be vulnerable and be like, this is how it's going. Right. What happened? This is what I've done. Yeah. Well, I haven't done, but no, and that's exactly true. And that was one of the reasons I didn't cancel this podcast. <laughs> 
I won't let you. You know, I was going to tell you, I have nothing to share. But then I said, oh, no, you don't. And uh, you're going to share what's happening. And you got to get back on track and do more of the work. Yeah, which is so fun, right? Like, it's a good thing that we talked. And I was like, hey, come back on the podcast. Let's have a check-in. Me not even really like knowing all the facts of what's going on. But I think it Mm. instantly switches your brain back into like, oh, I'm going to have to like be able to talk about thought work with this person. (laughs) This is her job. And you can immediately reap the benefits of doing that again, even if it's been months since you've done it or weeks or whatever. It happened so quickly, right? I said two weeks ago, I listened to Lindsay. And then the following week, I had a 13 client. So... Yeah. And the only thing that changed was your thoughts, right? The only thing that changed was my thoughts. <laughs> Nothing else. I wrote it down. I put it on paper and yeah. And just love got clarity it. on what was happening. Yeah. The clarity is so important. Mm-hmm. It's key. And it's hard to have clarity when your mind is just like spinning in indecision and chaos and confusion and and doesn't know what to do or what's wrong. Like it's really hard for us to see past our own faces sometimes when we're not doing thought work and not being able to evaluate what's going on so we can make changes. And we don't have to punish ourselves. Like none of this is about feeling bad or making us wrong. It's just like, okay, this is what's going on. What do I want to do? Right. What do I want to do? It still blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Really me too. <laughs> well, you know how I love to be like, it's almost like your thoughts create your results, right? Like right. I'm just a total smart ass to everybody that is like, and then I sat down and did thought work and then I created the result that I wanted. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, because it's never about your actions that you take. Like you cannot take really good, clean action from a shitty emotion or from a shitty thought. <laughs> like it's just going to create more of the same or you're going to create burnout. Mm-hmm. So it might work for a temporary amount of time, but then you are going to be burned out because it's never enough. Right. All right. So you're going to have to get to work on really figuring out your schedule for sure. Yes. You know, I think even easier would be like, how much money do you want to bring in? And what does that equal out into in clients per week going forward for the rest of the month? Mm-hmm. Then knowing that number is that incongruency with how you want to be treating your body and your self-care and all that stuff? Right. I have it written down here. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> it says 15 clients a week and I want to bring in $7,000 a month. Okay. No more playing small. So that's my goal is to do that. And with 15 clients, I'll still have plenty of time to take care of me and do what I want to do and be grandma. I think you need to write that down. I'll still have plenty of time. Yeah, or I have plenty of time. That might be just one thing you just need to practice more often. Yes. That might make a huge difference. And see where I'm wasting my time too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think too, the more we tell ourselves we don't have time, the more we freak out and we spend a lot of time worrying about the time we don't have instead of just like using the time. Right. Whether that's to take a nap or to make phone calls or get MFR, whatever. Yeah. All of those things are valuable. Right. Awesome. Okay. Well, let me know when you hit your 7K month and I will shout you out on Facebook. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love to celebrate. I know. I'm thinking that might be April. Okay. Let's I did go it. to cervical thoracic though in March. No, in mm-hmm. February. And that's what else surprised me. I just 
Sedona and I still had a five, almost a $5,000 month. Yeah, of course you did. Like, why are you surprised? I know it just yeah. blows my mind, but that was like the best ever. And I'm going yeah. to Cancun in the first week in May with my siblings and their spouses of about a week. So fun. Okay. One other thing I wanted to check in with you about is when we were working together, you were in the middle of writing a book. Where are you at with your book? Uh, My book. It's going back to Alex, the editor. I just uh, signed another contract. So it's going back to him Monday. I'm just going to wrap up. Mm -hmm. I know another thing I was procrastinating on. So when's that coming out? When's that going to Amazon for self-publishing? I wish I knew. I want it to go out before I leave for Mexico, but I don't know. So he's going to edit it next week. And depending on what he says, this will be his third edit. Okay. And I have the book cover done. So I just need to do... You just have to get it formatted. Then. Formatted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I only had him edit my book one time and I just sent it out into the world kind of at a C plus. Still okay. It is okay. And that's what I'm thinking. I feel really good about what I just doubled the size of the book, actually. So, holy cow. (laughs) What's the name of your book? A Lifetime of Sisters Weekends. Okay. And that will be available on Amazon by May, you think? By May, sometime in May. Okay. We will look for that. Yeah. Because a C plus, I'm okay with a C plus. Well, I mean, if you've had it edited three times, it's probably, it's way better than mine. Like, Oh, this is different. But I remember when I was in PTA school and one of my bosses told me it was okay to get C's. I didn't have to get all A's. Yeah. I didn't believe them. But well, because you know what they call doctors who get D's in medical school, don't you? Oh what? Doctors. Oh. <laughs> it's the same for any profession. So I'll still be an author, even though it's a C plus author. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. That's what I needed to hear. I I do want to get this done. Yeah. Don't let perfectionism keep you from putting that baby out into the world because there are people dying to read that book. Yeah. Nobody any good just being stuck on your computer just because there's a typo here and there. Like nobody cares. And if they do care, like, who cares? You don't care. <laughs> I don't care. They're not, not going to point it out to me. Yeah. You just become the circumstance in their model. It's totally fine. That's, we what we're, that's what we're here to do. So awesome. All right. I'm yes, so happy to you. check in with you. Thank you for being a guest on the podcast again. I think you've been on, you've been on the podcast three times this if we count nice. the group one. So you're the most famous person on the MFR coaches podcast. <laughs> you can add that to your biography. That is going on my list. I love it. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Heather. This has been a lot of fun. And I'm so glad that you asked me. It really did help me grow just from you asking me to be on this podcast. So good. I love it. Tell everybody where they can reach you if they want to find you to work with you or to just stock your information. Where can they find you? Yeah, go on um, Align Myofascial Release, my Facebook page, North Attleboro, Massachusetts. And Linda Silva, you can find me on Facebook too. And yeah, that's about awesome. it. Would you recommend coaching to people or what What would you say? Oh my gosh. I felt like I wanted to say that again, but I thought I already said it, but I'll say it again. I would not still be in business today or even last year if I was not coached. Wow. Totally. I would have quit in April. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so glad you did it because now you get the opportunity to try to have a $7,000 a month and like, it's as good as done. Yeah. No. So I just highly recommend coaching. There's nothing like it. And you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. And Heather's awesome. And she knows what she's talking about. And you might not like it all the time, but... But you miss me when when I'm not there too, don't you? <laughs> exactly. I try to talk to her, but she doesn't want to talk to me anymore. So I have to... <laughs> <That's true. laughs> What a weirdo. All right, everybody, we got to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. Linda, thanks for being here. And I'll see you next time on another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. My goal is to help all MFR therapists stop under earning and burning out. I have several resources available for you. Read my book, The MFR Coach's Guide to Having Your Own MFR Business, available on Amazon and at Advanced John Barnes MFR Seminars. Keep listening to the podcast. I'll always have fresh content each and every week. Join my group coaching program. Enrollment opens four times per year. We take all the information I teach and lay down the foundation for your six-figure MFR business. It's more than just raising rates, but you'll make that the hardest part. Then expand into the business owner who delivers your rate like it's just the news and who can sell MFR to anyone in any situation. I'll show you how. Get on my email list, follow me on social media at the MFR coach and visit my website for more information on group enrollment, themfrcoach.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.